Percy, in your experience, what would you say is the impact of the relationship of a caring nurse who's connected to a patient? Well, you know, one's attending physician tends to get all of the headlines and credit, right? And mm -hmm. and in many cases, rightfully so. Our of course, relationship of course. with our physician is really important. But having worked inside of the walls of a healthcare environment for so many years, I've gotten to know and become intimately informed of the real work that the, the nurse does. So the attending nurse from a day-to-day -day perspective and the yeoman's work that is being done by them does a lot of the heavy lifting, particularly with regard to relationship building and handholding with the patient. So, you know, and they create immeasurable impact uh, during a patient's health journey. And I think that we should talk a little bit more about that and hear from someone who actually does that work. So let's explore this very important healthcare partner's role and contribution today with this conversation. Our guest is an oncology nurse who has 25 years of experience. The following program is produced and sponsored by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae, National Director of Specialized Outreach for City of Hope. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and this weekly podcast comes your way, and we're grateful that you're listening to us and using the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, a lot of information there. There is a lot of information. Please access it. We try to continually update it accordingly. Uh, it is your portal to all things health, hope, and inspiration related. So please uh, take advantage of everything that's there. All right. How did you meet a nurse named Almani Al-Gahori? How did you meet this lady? Yeah, she was recommended to me by one of the chaplains at City of Hope uh, in Atlanta. And uh, and I was told that I had to meet her. I needed to hear from her. Uh, you know, she has a Muslim background and, and a strong sense of spirituality. And boy, once I started talking to this lady, I fell in love with her spirit, mm. her caring nursing spirit. And so today we're going to really hear from the heart of a nurse. And it's been a while since we've heard from a nurse yeah. on this platform. So I'm really excited about this conversation. All right. So please stay with us. That's coming up in just a moment here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And thanks for your comments recently and questions you've sent in to us through the website. We always appreciate that. I have one here from Moline, Illinois. Percy, this listener says, I've just recently begun listening to your podcast shows, which have been so uplifting and helpful for me during my journey with pancreatic cancer. Have you ever recorded any interviews with a successful pancreatic cancer survivor? And if so, how do I find that show? Yeah, Moline, Illinois, and uh, how important this is, because typically we know that the numbers, uh, when we talk about pancreatic cancer, sometimes can be a little less than encouraging from a recovery perspective. And so, uh, but we have recorded a minimum of three different shows uh, from individuals who have talked about their uh, pancreatic journey and so I'm going to give you those show numbers and you can uh, search them out. All you have to do is go to listen uh, on the navigation bar of uh, healthhopeandinspiration.com and you can type in either the number or the name of the person, or you can just type in pancreatic cancer okay. and it'll index and find those shows for you. But show number 264, 264, which is Lynn Archer, show number 290, Christina Parish, and this is someone who I know personally. I remember the day that she walked through the front door. Mm. And number and show number 296, 
a second show with Christina Parrish, P-A-R-R-I-S-H. Christina Parrish, show 296, show 290, and Lynn Archer, show 264. You'll be able to pull those up very quickly, and you can listen to those shows. You'll be encouraged, too. You are a full-service host doing that research for us. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) One-stop shopping right here. Yes, sir. And you've done your research to bring us a spiritual nugget to begin with. You're taking us back to the Old Testament, huh? Yes, sir. And so with that, Exodus is our spiritual nugget, chapter 17, verse number 12. And it says this, and so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed, verse 12. But Moses' hands became heavy, so they took a stone and put it underneath him, and he sat on it. Mm-hmm. And Aaron and Ur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. What a picture, huh? It is. It talks about a great story of one who got tired from time to time and needed help and assistance. And I picked this particular scripture because that's exactly what you're going to hear from this unbelievable nurse who talks about her approach to being a caregiver from a nurse's perspective to cancer patients. All right, we'll roll that interview in just a moment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope with locations from coast to coast. Their team of more than 11,000 people are all united by their desire to find cures and save lives. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about City of Hope or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. City of Hope uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, hey, 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 it's me, Pastor P, and I'm back again for another compelling conversation, as always, uh, talking about cancer. That's right. That's what we talk about. You know what I do. And I am excited, thrilled, and privileged to have our next guest with us today. She is a 25-year career nurse, 25 years. And in the day and age that we live in, people just don't stay in in that same profession or in jobs that long anymore. And so I'm excited. Uh, Her name is Amani el and she works at um, Cancer Treatment Centers of America, now City of Hope. Uh, in Atlanta. She's been there for nine years. Uh, and I'm just thrilled to have you. Welcome to the show, my dear. How you doing? Uh, very good. Thank you so much for having me, Reverend per- Percy. I appreciate you inviting me and having me on your show. Well, good. Well, good. Well, we're just going to chit chat and talk about some things about nursing and, and ecology and, and so on and so forth. And as yes. uh, you heard in the opening of, of the introduction, 25 years you've been a nurse, huh? A little bit over, yes, 25 years. I was a late bloomer, had my children first. Okay, then, okay. Um, well, question. I'm always yes, curious uh, about motivation, particularly for people in the healthcare field. What motivated you to mm-hmm. become a nurse? Actually, um, I have two boys, and uh, the first one was a little preemie, but the second one was extremely preemie. Mm-hmm. And the nurses that took care of my son, my second one, Kareem, just were outstanding. They uh, they just took care of them and us mm-hmm. in such an incredible way. And through the course of taking care of him and then taking him home and all the support that they provided, I go, um, 
conversations with my husband. I go, I think this is something I would like to do and to give back. Um, It was just amazing work that they did. And he's very well and healthy today. Okay. I attribute that to, of course, God and all the amazing nurses, angels um, um, that took care of him. Gotcha. Well, with that being said, not only, you know, so that's the motivation. So you're a nurse, but you also work with oncology patients. And I would have to think that that is, you know, being that I've worked with the oncology community for, you know, almost three decades now, Mm -hmm. uh, they they are an amazing, unique group of people in my mindset. And and I celebrate them uh, as I celebrate nurses. First and foremost, I want to say thank you for uh, being a nurse, uh, I always make the point that nurses are the backbone of the medical community. I know that the docs get all of the attention, but at the end of the day, the nurses, in my opinion, do all of the work, do all of the heavy lifting, and particularly in creating and maintaining, uh, just as you stated with your experience with your son, this kind of unbelievable bond that nurses mm-hmm. create with their patients and the relationship mm-hmm. building. Let's talk a little bit about the dynamic of being a nurse and and the passion uh, that continues to keep you motivated about nursing and and really establishing that relationship with people. Well, thank you. And um, thank you for what you do as well. That's an impressive 30 years with uh, cancer patients. And as you well know, um, it's very rewarding, but at times very challenging, emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, But those bonds are uh, amazing. Uh, You are seeing patients at their most difficult time in yeah, their life. Yeah. They're um, allowing you to come in to help them and take care of them, uh, to help them guide them in whatever it is that they need. Sometimes they need a little uh, someone to listen to, right. to vent to, to uh, just comfort them. And um, it's nice to be there for them. But uh, yeah. Um, it's very rewarding in its own way. Mm. And you're going on a journey with these patients, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that journey, I believe, is what it's all about, how you deal with those those patients and other patients. But cancer patients particularly, there's a journey, there's difficulties, there's roller coasters. And um, um, respecting them and their wishes and their challenges, it's nice to be there for them and they allow you in that you can assist them as being a nurse. And and with that being said, particularly oncology patients, again, a unique, mm-hmm. a unique, you know, milieu of people and, you know, in some cases, very difficult dynamics of, of the journey of cancer. I myself am a three year uh, cancer survivor of a early uh you know, uh, colorectal cancer, doing yes. great, doing fine. Thank God for thank that. Thank God. Yep, Congratulations. Doing, yep, thank you. But, but I certainly can mentally and emotionally and, and physically on some level relate to the dynamic mm-hmm. and the challenge of being a cancer patient. What would you say, because you can't work with cancer patients uh, and not be impacted one way or the other, and that's, that certainly mm-hmm. has been true for me uh, at the bedside. What would you say are some of the... Um, some things that you've learned uh, from working with cancer patients. Well, how have working with cancer patients impacted you? I should ask it that way. Mm. Um, great question. It, it, so many different ways. First of all, everyone comes with a different personality, different background. Um, so that in itself is um, how they relate to their uh 
diagnosis and treatment mm-hmm. um, and learn so much from there. But just the spirit, the mm-hmm. hope, mm-hmm. the determination, the love for life, uh, not letting the cancer necessarily define them, but doing the best they can to live life to the fullest. Uh, we have patients that come, they're there for the weekend, they rent a car and they go <laughs> and visit the area or they go, um, some we have in the campers yep. that come and whatever they can do, they're going to do it, ride their bikes around yeah. the um, the trail links and that we have here mm-hmm. in the uh, city of Hope, Atlanta. So just the spirit, determination, the faith um, that each and every individual has. Yeah, and you're right. It's uh, it's it's an amazing thing because cancer mm-hmm. patients and their caregivers, because we don't want to forget the caregivers, are some oh, of the most resilient essential. people. They're some of the most resilient mm-hmm. people you'll you'll ever meet in your entire life. And you're right. The the this the spirit of life and living and 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 and, mm-hmm. and making life uh meaningful. I think because what mm-hmm. what cancer certainly does, and 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 it certainly did that for me as well is make you appreciate every day, every moment, and mm-hmm. live life to its fullest. Um, having, Absolutely. Having said that, um, you know, in your capacity of serving cancer patients, what would you say are some of the greatest challenges that cancer patients face? Oh, the side, probably the, the if they're having chemotherapy, the side effects. Okay. Being um, dependent or more dependent. So in every relationship, there's dependency, but the, being more dependent and needing those family members, the caregivers, mm-hmm. uh, the guilt that sometimes comes with it, ah, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, so guilt. there's a lot of guilt with that, putting more of the nat- normal burden on those family members. Trying to uh, be upbeat, even though they might ha- not have a good day. Yep, yep. Um, so th- just trying to talk those out with the patients, putting it perspective, um, their choices. They can, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's the quality of life that they choose to have that momentum, that positive. I mean, there's there's challenging days for sure, but it's just even with that, just um, going along with the journey. Yeah. Um, both for the family, the caregivers, the children, um, or elderly parents that are going yeah, through this. That makes sense. And sometimes the change in the person's personality ability a little bit, the mm. uh, brain fog that comes along. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, uh, there's so many side effects, I think, is the challenging part. The physicians do a wonderful job to address that, but the nurses also participate in that in so many things. And and on that note, because you said yes. se- and you said several just wonderful things, and and you're so, and you're right about all of them. The journey okay. is what I just kind of popped right back into my head, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and particularly the nurses. Uh, again, I think more so than the docs. You guys mm-hmm. really get to walk that day to day, you know, moment by moment journey. You're you're part of that journey with that patient. You become a partner. You become, in many mm-hmm. cases. An ally, in some cases, maybe mm-hmm. even a confidant. Let's talk mm-hmm. about being uh, on the journey, and and is and in your mind, I would have to imagine after as long as you've been doing this, uh, do you count that to be a privilege, a blessing, uh, a calling, a part of a purpose? Abs- Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, I always like to say there's several kinds of way of nursing. You could just go in, pass the pill, hang the drug, hello and goodbye, cut and dry. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that's not necessarily very nice. Sort of like anything, like at a restaurant or anything yeah. like that, yeah. right? Yeah. You you want good service. You want to feel like you're the only one in the room. Right. I try to provide that, even yeah. though we're busy and running around, etc. When I'm in there with you, I, you're you're my number one. Mm. You and your family member. So the journey is not just about doing the job as a nurse, but making that patient feel secure, yeah. safe. Um, I don't know all the answers and I tell everybody, I don't know, but I certainly have resources and I will find out for you, whatever your question may be to reassure them that they're the right treatment, yep. the right the path, the side effects. I try to be upfront, but not overwhelming. Yeah. And I think that's what every nurse tries to do. We have an amazing team in the infusion team. Yeah. Um, so there's, and the doctors are always open to questions and so on. Because we can't know it all. Yeah. Right. 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 So there is that resource, that support for us as nurses. Uh, as you well know, uh, uh, Chaplain uh, Chip as well. Yeah, my He's friend an and my buddy. Nurse. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. He's mine too. Yep. So uh, um, there's all those resources there, but that journey. Uh, you you have to feel that patient where they are in that journey. Yeah. Are they are the challenging phases? Is it the side effect change? Is it the caregiver? Is it financial? And then use our resources to assist them to try to keep them uh, moving with their treatment in a positive, successful way. I always say we try to set you up for success. That's <laughs> one of my little slogans. We always, whatever it may be, set you up for success. Yeah, you sound like an amazing nurse. I tell you, I want to oh, have you no, by my bedside. That's for sure. Oh, Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. That Thank being you. said, how has nursing or working with cancer patients changed you? How has it changed oh, you? In every way, more compassionate, more diligent. Honestly, a patient advocate in a way, mm. if they don't have their take-home medicines, you could say, oh, well, it's not my responsibility to make sure they have their prescriptions for all those side effects. Right. Well, I right. want to set you up for success. Mm -hmm. I will advocate more for them because they're so overwhelmed with the diagnoses, yep. the treatment plan, being in the treatment plan, receiving them, making them tired, right? So you always, I believe, set up everyone in any situation, but especially cancer patients, for success, mm -hmm. to do well, to talk tolerate the treatments, to be able to function in their day-to-day -day life. And whatever they share with me, I will try to uh, follow through on making them more successful or what their needs may be. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You made reference to uh, our mutual friend and my brother, uh, Reverend Chip <laughs> Gordon there. He's, he heads up uh, uh, the spiritual support team there at City of Hope uh, Atlanta. Uh, and, 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 and that you have a wonderful working relationship with him. And Indeed. the thing that, that uh, I'd, I'd love to just kind of ask you to unpack a little bit, you, you know, your, mm -hmm. your spiritual sensibility, uh, mm -hmm. you know, data and, 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 and research has suggested that particularly in the cancer community, those individuals mm -hmm. who have some sort of abiding intrinsic faith, right, it mm -hmm. enables them uh, mentally, emotionally, and in some cases may have impact upon their physical well-being in terms of mm -hmm. being hopeful and certainly working through as a support 
through the rigors of cancer treatment. Uh, you have a personal faith. You are uh, of, the, of the Muslim persuasion, and this is an interfaith program, as mm-hmm. is all of the services at City of Hope. You know, we are faith-friendly. Mm-hmm. We are not faith-based, but we are there to make sure that we're sensitive to all and anyone that has any specific faith orientation. Talk to me a little bit about your faith. How does it empower you to do the work that you do? And and then lastly, what do you think the role of faith is for, regardless of, of, of a specific uh, theological or religious orientation, how does that impact cancer patients and why is it important? Uh, so faith is very important to me, but it's also very important to the uh, cancer patients. Mm-hmm. It gives them hope. Yep. It gives them uh, a belief in a higher power. Uh, we might refer to things as miracles or uh, blessings, but they are there. We see it in our everyday to day life from the flowers blooming every year to the trees Um you name it, it's all around us, whether you believe that's a miracle or a blessing. Mm -hmm. So when people have a strong faith, they understand that and they hope and pray that this uh, medicine, and I have actually patients that will hold the medicine and pray on it. I respect that so much Mm. um, because they want it to work as well. So that uh, drives them to seek the treatments tolerate the side effects. Right. Um, as a Muslim uh, nurse, um, I do believe, and it is said um, also in our faith, it is important to seek um, a medical treatment. Okay, uh, it is also important to um, take care of one's body. Yeah. just like all the faith traditions, there's really not too much difference in all the faith traditions. Uh, that's uh, what I believe. And it's always to do well by your fellow man, um, to treat them with respect, dignity, right. compassion. Right, right, right. And, um, and so cancer patients actually have taught me even more of doing that. It's a different level. Just like religion is a continuing, we're not born, you know, um, uh, ready to go. Yeah. We learn throughout life mm-hmm. experiences, people we meet, their life stories. I'm so honored when people come back to say, you made a difference. Yeah. I'm so honored. Um, there's actually one that we shared knock knock jokes with, and he still sends me messages for the holidays, <laughs> and I send him messages oh, for Christmas. So uh, it's amazing when we do celebrate of life. They invite us nurses to come and celebrate yes. uh, their journey. So hope and 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 cherishing life is just um, uh, it's a pleasure to go on that journey with those patients, right? Right, right. It's an honor that they include us in that. Oh, that's so um, sweet. And you're right. All uh, all and everything that you articulated, you know, faith is just is a powerful mechanism and Absolutely. And, yeah, and 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 there can be some some uh corresponding principles that you're right that by and large uh, all faith traditions, you know, support and embrace. And one of those is mm-hmm. is the love and respect for life, you know, uh, the validity of making sure that life is valued and supported. And so I, I'm so excited and I'm privileged that that you are part of, of the team, that you are the, the nurse, uh, you know, par excellent that you are. Uh, too uh, kind. As 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 we close, and I could talk to you forever. Your spirit is so kind and gentle. I can just feel. Oh, that. you're so sweet. What what gives you hope 
in your in the work that you do or your day to day life? You're a mom, as you mentioned. You're you're a wife. What mm-hmm. continues to fuel your hope? Honestly, the people that I meet, their spirit. Of course, uh, I believe that God blessed me with the talent. I hear things and I go, oh, why is I meant to hear this? Mm. And so what can I do about it? I'll be in the grocery store and I'll hear something or someone's story or someone shares with me. Why did I hear that story and what can I do to make it um, uh, incorporated in my life? Mm -hmm. What is it meant to be? I think that's a blessing that is sent to me. And with that, I pursue it. So when I work with the cancer patients, they give me hope Mm. in a little way I might make a difference or make their life a little easier. I would like to make them laugh. (laughs) That laugh goes a long way and it releases endorphins and all that good stuff. So it gives me hope that in a slim sliver of a way that I can make a difference and make their journey a little bit better. And in reality, they're making my life better Uh, and enriched my life mm. and everything that all those roller coasters we all go through, it makes it a little bit better. So in a selfish way, they give me hope and um, hopefully I give them hope in in their long, long journey. Well, you were recommended for me to talk to by, by the Reverend Chip Gordon, and I can see why. Thank you so much for, for all that you do. Thank you for the gift that God has placed in you and, and the, 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 the spirit that, 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 that works through you. Today, uh, we celebrate you and all nurses everywhere. We take a bow in your presence, and we thank you for uh, being the hands and feet of first touch and contact with every patient that walks through the front door of any hospital. Today, you have heard from uh, my friend and my colleague, because, you know, when you come on the the Health, Hope, and Inspiration show, then you become my friend. We're family now. And so uh, today we have heard from Amani Elgarori. She is a 25-year nurse, uh, career nurse. Uh, She works at City of Hope. Atlanta uh, has been there for nine years as an infusion nurse, and today we applaud, we thank you, we appreciate you stopping by Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Have a great day, my dear. God bless you, Reverend Percy. Thank you so much. Yeah, we thank God for Almani, and thank you, Percy, for bringing her to us, her story to us today. We'll talk more about it in just a moment. If you ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions with City of Hope for Alexa, now you can. The Cancer Center for Alexa Skill is a voice-activated question-and-answer tool empowering users to ask Alexa questions they may have about cancer or services available at City of Hope. The Skill can answer over 800 questions and more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. To access this tool, you or anyone you support can simply say Alexa Enable Cancer Center to any Amazon device. You can also access this tool in any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app. That makes it very, very easy. Well, Percy, um, nurses don't always get their due, and it was so wonderful today to hear from this experienced oncology nurse who's doing the right thing the right way. Yeah, again, as I stated, you know, they kind of do the the yeoman's heavy lifting, and I, I consider, in my personal opinion, uh, they are the backbone of the healthcare system. Uh, and so today, yeah, let me be clear. I want to send a huge shout out to every nurse. Thank you for what you do, and thank you for how you impact patients at the bedside. And that was clearly the case with regard to the approach of Amani in terms of uh, why she does what she does. She was inspired, you know, interestingly enough, uh, by the way, uh, nurses took care of her premature sons when they were born. And she felt 
that right then and there, she wanted to do that and be that. And she connected with that, that caring spirit that she saw distributed to her and her child. So yeah, uh, uh, we love nurses. We really do. Yeah. We heard from Amani here today, but you know, there are so many, many more nurses out there just like her, right? Oh yeah. And, and if, if there's a nurse listening, reach out to me, I'd love to have a conversation with you. But again, uh, they do a lot of the heavy lifting, particularly with regard to uh, relationship building and handholding uh, that goes on day to day in the middle of the midnight hour and et cetera, et cetera. And they're so vi- I remember when I was in the hospital after my uh, colon surgery, how powerful and wonderful uh, my nurses were. And I knew the nurses. I had a long term relationship with them. And uh, it was just a blessing to have them when I was not at my best, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, I've been in the hospital a couple of times, nothing ever ever very serious, but I know what the, what difference a good nurse can make, you know, just that, that friendly person to come along and just take care of your needs. It's just very, very important. Well, even as Amani made the point, she said that she believes that the bonds made with patients from their nurses are life-changing. And, and when seeing them at their most difficult while being allowed to come alongside them uh, to help help care for them was important and and vital. So, you know, being a nurse, she said, was very rewarding, uh, but also can be very challenging emotionally sometimes because obviously they're seeing people in many cases not at their best, you know. Yeah, but, of course, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she, she also mentioned the fact that it brings her to tears uh, when she sees patients begin to heal because she feels so deeply with and she connects with yeah, her patients. From, think about from the, that. Yeah, she says she's on a journey with them. She considers what she does with patients that she is supporting, that that they're on a journey and that she is with them on that journey. She's accompanying mm-hmm. them on that journey. So think about the, the mindset of, of what this nurse is bringing to her day-to-day work and what that must mean to the patients that's receiving that from her, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I imagine that you as a pastor, what you learned in school and seminary, whatever, uh, has been augmented much by what you've learned on the job, so to speak. Right. And same thing for a nurse. No question about it. Uh, again, first of all, you come to terms with very quickly, uh, the powerful opportunity that you have and, and how to be meaningful to people who are really struggling at some dire moments. And one of the things that she she stated that I thought was very powerful, she said that I'm here uh, at the patient's bedside to set them up for success. Now think about this for a second, (laughs) to take on that level of commitment that what I'm going to do with them while they're here from a nurse's perspective is that I have opportunity to set them up to be successful in this, this journey that they're on really changes the dynamic of how you approach clocking in for the day. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. And that kind of experience doesn't just happen overnight. And the fact that she spent 25 years at it, that, that really speaks volumes to me. Well, we we're clearly talking about someone who is seasoned, who is invested and who has committed themselves to the overall well-being of their patients. And I thought even uh, equally important because she also talked about being a woman of faith. You know, Mm -hmm. she has a Muslim background Mm -hmm. that spirituality is important to her personally. But she sees every day the value of how faith is important uh, to cancer patients because she says it gives them hope. And again, what are we here to do? I think I stated it on some shows previously. We're here to be, you know, uh, hope dealers. We're here to deal hope. We're here to distribute hope to people uh, in their most dire hour. And she takes that very seriously. And she's highly committed to the idea of that. This is a compassionate 
a very well invested nurse who knows what she's doing and why she is doing it. And she alluded to this. She's part of a team and she knows her place in that team. Absolutely. She plays a role. And again, understand going back to the previous point, one of the lessons that I learned early on in the healthcare environment, you know, there are many members of the healthcare team. And when they work in orchestration one with another, we give patients the optimal opportunity for wellness and recovery and health and healing. And so when we learn that we're playing a part, but it's connected to other people who are playing their part, we see ourselves in a very uh, unique link in a chain that ultimately is in the best interest of that person. And what a privilege it is to be able yeah. to be part of that type of team at the end of the day. Yeah. Which brings me back to that spiritual nugget. I want to talk about a free resource in a moment, but I got to come back to that spiritual nugget, that that verse in Exodus and verses in Exodus that you shared, because here she is. She's she's holding up the arms of the others on the team, isn't she? She absolutely is. She's and the patient. Up, and the patient. Absolutely. Because what can happen? And I, I've been there. You know, after my surgery, man, I could barely get out the bed. I could barely move. And here's my nurse coming in. Hey, brother Percy, you doing okay? You need me to help you up out the bed? Okay. I mean, she was a little tiny thing. You know, I'm pretty tall. You know, so she got up underneath my arm and she helped me to the bathroom. You know, she helped me to kind of navigate the equipment. Again, being able to have someone help hold up metaphorically your arms while you are tired and battling is vital. It's important. And uh, thank God for what the, for the work that they do every day, for sure. Yeah. Uh, normally you read the passage again at the end of the program, but let me read it. Verse 12 of Exodus 17, Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it and Aaron and her supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. What a beautiful picture of helping each other. So absolutely. Thank all right. God for Aaron and for the Aaron and Ers in our life. Thank God. Let's talk about a free resource we want our listeners to take advantage of. Well, is cancer my fault? And again, how often uh, do cancer patients tend to take on the ownership or the thought of, well, was there something that I did to deserve my cancer? And this is a huge kind of psychological battle that some cancer patients struggle with because they're trying to answer the question of why, why me, why now? And then it turns into, well, maybe it was something that I did, or maybe it was something that I allowed to take place. And I'd like to strongly suggest that it it is never a good idea to take the position with a cancer patient to suggest to them that the reason why they have cancer is because of something that they did or did not do per se. And so having said that we created a resource to kind of help people work through and decompress if they're struggling through the thoughts of, did I do something to cause my cancer so that uh, we can relieve them of that burden because they need to be psychologically and emotionally invested in the fight, right? So if you're fighting with yourself in the middle of trying to fight your opponent, doesn't work. it's going to be pretty difficult. As scripture tells us, a house divided against itself Mm. cannot stand. So we need individuals to be mentally and emotionally aligned with the fact that whatever took place that may have allowed cancer to to kind of uh, rear its ugly head, that they don't beat themselves up to the point where then, because see, then it's going to be hard to to expect good things to happen to you if you think you did something to cause this. So yeah. it's, it's counterintuitive in that regard. And this uh, resource will help people kind of work through that and decompress those schools of thought. Well, thanks to both you and our guests today for an informative program here today. Health, Hope and Inspiration. The website, just that, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And uh, you'll find that resource there, Is Cancer My Fault? 
All right. Thank you for listening. And Percy, you always have an assignment for us. Well, while we are supporting people and being allies for individuals with cancer and for cancer, remember, we all have work to do. So let's continue to keep chopping the wood. Until the next time, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Our hospitals in California, Georgia, Illinois, and Arizona are dedicated to making a difference in the lives of cancer patients. Our team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, and volunteers and support staff, all united by our desire to find cures and save lives. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. City of Hope is dedicated to tailoring a combination of cancer treatments to the needs of each individual patient. From advanced genomic testing to state-of-the-art technologies and evidence-informed supportive care therapies like spiritual support that target cancer-related side effects, comprehensive services are delivered by a team of cancer experts. Our national network also includes many clinical care locations, offering consultations and other medical services in a convenient outpatient setting. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.